Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of Kids Views. I'm here today with Amy Oztan of Amy Ever After. Hi, Amy. Hi. Long time no talk. Oh my God, way too long. And of course, we have Andrea Smith, technology guru extraordinaire. Hi, Andrea. Hi. It has been way too long. Long time indeed. So long. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> we've been away for so long. Um, we've been doing some readjustment with the podcast and figuring out our new setup and our new recording situation and um, dealing a little bit with life. Life does have a way of getting in the way sometimes, but we are back on track and excited to be back. On today's show, we are going to do a deep dive into Black Friday since we want you guys to prepare for shopping, which is in only two weeks, which seems crazy. crazy. Um, and right, and it sneaks up on you. Like if you're not ready and you're not prepared, you sort of miss out on the deals and trying to figure out what is actually a good deal on Black Friday, which I find to be the hardest part. Um, and then we will, of course, have our bites of the week. I feel like we should probably have 100 bites of the week since we should be stockpiling <laughs> them by now, but we'll probably only have one or two each. Um, so let's jump right in with Black Friday, um, everyone's sort of like least favorite day. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> Right? Isn't it? Isn't it like, it's like, seems like it should be the best day. And then it's like really stressful. And you don't really know if you're getting the best deal. And then it's crazy. And then you have Cyber Monday. Like, I don't know. So here's, here's the thing. I love it. I adore it. I love online shopping. I would sit there all day and look for deals and buy everything if I could. But I also have family that comes in from all over the country for Thanksgiving. So I can't really do that. And it really tears me up because like, I want to spend time with my family that I never get to see. But then I'm also like, Oh my God, I'm missing so many great deals. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> there's Amy. She's just going to be on the computer while we're here. <laughs> <laughs> The thing for me is I'm not a big shopper. I hate shopping anyway, so I cannot even stand the crowd. So I much prefer shopping online as well, which is when I think Cyber Monday makes more sense. And I'm wondering, and I'm really curious to compare prices, and their sites will tell you about that can do that, but comparing the prices between Black Friday and Cyber Monday, like it oh. feels like it's just turned into the whole month, but I don't know how much pricing changes between those two. I don't know, but how about the week after like i find that prices keep going down on some things you know all of a sudden the sales get deeper like for clothing and things like that i feel like the closer you get to christmas the steeper the discounts and then after christmas it's insane you know so as good as black friday or cyber monday might look for certain things if you don't need to buy them as a gift right away because let's face it so many people are shopping for themselves on black friday and cyber monday i mean a lot of people might wait all year to get a big tv you know or some kind of big ticket item that you're thinking Black Friday is the day for yourself, um, or maybe it's your family gift, you know, as your whole family. And then I'm never sure because I, there are certain things that just go on sale in a much bigger way later on. I guess you would just have to Google it, right? And search prices and see, you know, see what the historic, you know, there are sites that let you do that. But well, I, I think I think the most important thing is to do your homework, right? And there's so many sites now that give you the Black Friday deals, the leaked Black Friday ads early. Like there's um, bestblackfriday.com, dealnews.com, theblackfriday.com. And then there's something called bfads.net. And those are all supposed to be leaking those secret Black Friday deals. But then there's other companies that just put them out ahead of time anyway. Dealnews.com has them all up for 2018 already. Um, and they have an app also, which is great. And dealnews.com also has an editor's choice page that's 
really good. Like that's where they list all of the best deals and they'll say like, this is the lowest we've ever seen this item, buy it now. So that's a good one. Um, but going back to not knowing when the lowest price is, I, I know that I always talk about this site every time we talk about shopping, but I'm going to keep talking about it until every single person in the country is using it because <laughs> it's amazing. Camel, camel, camel. If you are yeah, shopping on I Amazon, oh my God. I mean, it. you can use it on your computer. Um, it, there's a Chrome extension. You can use it on your phone, whether you're in a browser or in the Amazon app. You can use the TriCamel app to, to hook up with both of those. And it gives you a chart from like the beginning of when that thing was sold on Amazon. And you can look and you can say, oh, look at that. It dips down every January or, oh my God, I'm about to pay, you know, twice as much as this thing was last month. I can't buy it now. I have to wait for it to go down again. And then you don't have to keep checking. You just set up an alert. You say, okay, I want you to tell me if this price goes, you know, below $50. And then you get an email if that happens and then you can buy it. It is amazing. I have saved so much money with that site. It's ridiculous. I just used it last week because Amazon almost doubled the price of the protein powder I buy. And I was like, oh no, that's crazy. I've been paying this forever. And I put it in Camel Camel. I saw that it was creeping up. I didn't buy it. I set my alert and sure enough, two weeks, it took two weeks, but they emailed me and said, here you go. It's back to the regular price. And I immediately went on and bought it. So does it only track it on Amazon though? Because we just had that happen. Yes. Uh, so funny with protein powder as well. And uh, <laughs> which is really weird. Do we use um, the same one? <laughs> I don't know. Is it Vega one? <laughs> Um, no. Oh. <laughs> so, Maybe there's a run on protein powder. I know. My husband uses it. Maybe some like Instagram or just talk, started talking about their stupid protein diet. But they, um, I actually ended up finding it on jet.com for much cheaper. And then I was like a first time user. So I had $25 off. And then the more you add to the cart, the prices go down. And I'm like, what is this? Um, so that was really interesting because I have to say I'm a lazy online shopper. I really just go to Amazon. It's takes a lot for me to look around past Amazon um, for certain things. And that would be like most household things, supplies, um, the protein powder. I, I tend to just go with Amazon, I guess, because I'm prime and I'm locked in, which I'm sure they're thrilled about, which is the whole point. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's almost weird how much I don't comparative shop anymore. I really don't either. But on those rare times when I do have to, I still find that Google Shopping is the best way like you just put the item into google mm -hmm. and then you when you get the results you go to the shopping tab and it will show you all the different variations of the item and you can you know narrow it down to the exact one you want you can um, check all the different sites that have it and it's and you can even if you're if you haven't decided between buying it online or locally you can even narrow it down to just places that have it locally and search that way. It's it's still the best. It is. And then you can also compare with shipping, right? Because some people it might be cheaper, but they charge for shipping. So it's a great, Google Shopping is a great way to compare. Price Grabber is pretty good. And I also, there's a uh, an app called Nextag, N-E-X-T-A-G that I've used in the mm -hmm. past. I haven't looked at it again this year. So I don't know if there's anything new. But the other thing is Amazon just announced free shipping, not just for Prime members, but for everybody, whatever you're buying. Well, because that's what Target announced. So yep. now they're upset. They don't, Target's like no membership fee, just free. So there's a shipping war going on. Yeah, and I think that shipping war is real. But it's not free two-day shipping. It's free shipping. Right. No. So right. you have to like, I think Target launched free two-day, maybe not on everything, but they were like basically going to match Prime without you having to be a member. That's interesting because it's time for me to order jingles again from Target. They're the only ones that have those stupid jingle cookies. Oh, oh right. Cookies. 
with your cookies. Okay, but um, going back to what we were talking about before, like how do you know if the price is going to be better on Cyber Monday than on, on Black Friday and when should you buy? Um, and this goes for all year, not just, just holiday shopping. I've been using an app called Ernie. It's E-A-R-N-Y. And I feel like maybe I mentioned it on the show a super long time ago when I first found out about it, but I hadn't actually had time to use it yet. Well, now I've been using it for a long time. And the way it works is you you basically have to give it permission to read all of your emails. So if you're not comfortable with that, forget it. But basically what it does is it reads all of your emails and any email that's like some kind of order, like from Amazon or wherever, um, it keeps track of that. It sees what you ordered. And then if it sees a lower price somewhere for that thing, it automatically writes back to the place where you bought the thing and says, hey, I just noticed that such and such store is selling this for $5 less than, than I bought it from you for. Will you price match? And then if they price match, you get that credit and then they take a small part of it. And it's been amazing. Like I don't have to do a single thing and the money just appears in in my account. It's crazy. It's crazy. So but you wait, do have to give they, them permission to read your emails. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you really have to you have to give them permission to read your emails. They also if you use some sites a lot, like I also let them into my Amazon account because that's where I'm buying most of my stuff. So like, you know, I have to, uh, second or whatever the authentication is, the two-part authentication um where like every time I sign in, sign into Amazon, I have to get a text. So like right. I had to enter that in there and like give them permission to totally go into my account. But if you're comfortable with all of that, it's fantastic because <laughs> there is no way that I am going to keep checking to see if prices are lower someplace else. Like once wow, I buy something, that's it. literally like what is the price of your privacy? Like is yeah. it well, exactly. $10 back? Is it $20 My, my price back? is pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Amy. I don't know. It's too low. That yeah, would freak me out too much. And the crazy thing is like you can see the emails you can see like the robot you know trying to be conversational it's hilarious i i love it what's the average refund that you get like is it really worth it it's usually only a few dollars at a time but if you buy a lot of stuff then that adds up plus if you can get other people to sign up you get like five percent of what they get back or something so that's that's the amount that you you actually see in your ernie account um as opposed to like you know getting a refund from the store which happens directly to you got it got it hmm, i don't know that's a lot for privacy i i can't do it it's like a step too far for me i already am mark feel like I need to pull back on so many things. I, I just, I don't know. I feel less and yeah. less comfortable with the amount of information I'm sharing with the world <laughs> inadvertently. Yeah, it just depends on what you're comfortable with. You know, if, if you no, sure. let them in, you there there's just a lot of automation can happen, you know, more than you would ever do on your own. Right. No, of course. So one other thing that, that companies are doing, and I think they're doing a lot more this year is social sales. Like, if oh, yeah. you have a, a brand that you really love, you should definitely follow them on Instagram. You should follow them on Twitter and Facebook because they're going to be texting and tweeting and posting and doing like, you know, kind of flash sales. Like everyone's going after what Amazon does. Right. So 
people are starting these flash sales and social media only pricing. So that's a good way to get prepared as well. Also, like I have to say for people, shop local. I mean, go into your stores now and say, what are you guys planning? Are you planning a Black Friday sale? Are you planning a small business Saturday sale? Because, you know, it's great to shop online. It's great to get deals, but it's also really good to support your local stores. And sometimes they can't price match what, you know, an Amazon seller might be able to price match, but sometimes they'll do other things for you, like free beautiful gift wrap or, you know, a coupon for another, you know, discount later, or they'll donate something to your school auction or, you know, whatever it is. Um, don't forget your small stores. I agree. That's, that's a really good tip. And the other thing is make a budget. You know, you don't want to go out and <laughs> yeah. say, all right, I found the TV I want. I found the tablet I want. I found all this stuff. These are the great deals. And then do an impulse buy because you know those things are marked up way up once you're in the store. Yeah. So make sure you stick to your budget. Well, not just a budget, but make a list because... Sometimes, yeah. you know, I'll get to the end of shopping. I'll be like, oh, my God, I got so many great deals. And then I'll remember that I didn't even look for three important things that I wanted to try to find deals on. So make sure you have a list. And oh, that's another good tip, because um, I remember last uh, last time Amazon had their their uh, what do they call their deal day? Prime day. Yes. You would think that I would have that tattooed on my arm like a memento. <laughs> Um, last time they had Prime Day, uh, I was mentioning, oh, I got this deal on my wish list item and this deal on my wish list item. And a couple people were like, are you just sitting there all day checking for your items? <laughs> no. If I wasn't doing a thing, put the stuff that you want on your Amazon wish list. And if it's a deal of the day, your app will tell you. So just put it on your wish list and make sure that your notifications are on for your phone, for, for the app, and it will tell you. It's amazing. That's perfect. See, there's so much you can do to pre-plan if you've got your list. Right. Yep. And the wish list is also a really good thing for your kids to do. Um, if you want to be able to send like a direct link to grandparents, mm -hmm. if your kids create an Amazon wish list, you can literally send the link to the wish list. Um, and then people won't buy multiples of things. And, you know, it's, I don't know, we always get grandparents saying, what are they want? What do they want? And then my girls mm -hmm. in the heat of the moment can't think of a single thing they want. Um, <laughs> so keeping track of that stuff and having your kids have a budget as well, um, I think is really important also. You know, at Kids Use, we poll kids all the time about what they want for Christmas. And I will tell you that number one every year is a puppy. <laughs> Something you can't get on Amazon yet. Um, it's a puppy. So that's a whole other conversation <laughs> if you're going to get a puppy for Christmas. Um, but don't. It is a don't. Well, don't ever buy an impulse animal. That's for sure. But, um, but I think, you know, something to keep in mind is that kids come up with things they want during the year that are more likely to be things they want. Whereas I find at the holidays, the kids get sort of panic and because people are asking them or we're asking them or whatever it is. And all of a sudden they're like, I don't know. How about this? How about this? How about this? You know, and it's just, it's not great because your kids are going to get a lot of junk that they're going to use once or not really want. Um, and you're better off helping them focus on things they have really thought about during the year or could use. So it's not bad to start early with your kids and say, obviously, Santa's not bringing you everything or whomever brings them whatever. But keep in mind that when your kids are just as susceptible to that sort of frenzy of wanting mm. stuff at the holidays that they may or may not actually want or need. That's good advice for grownups too. Yes. <laughs> really plan, make your list. I do that because, you know, people will say, what do you need? And I don't need anything. Right. But I try to write down something I know I want that I'm going to buy myself. And I think, well, if it's maybe two months to the holidays, I'll just write it down and, and kind of save that. I know. So I just 
literally was having this conversation with my uncle because I told him that he needed an Instant Pot. <laughs> and he was, we were having this conversation <laughs> about the Instant Pot. And he was saying he was going to buy it for his fiance for Hanukkah. And my mom was like, that's horrible. Who buys someone? And, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's the best gift. I'm like, for the person <laughs> who wants it. I'm like, that's all I wanted, right, for Mother's Day. And I am not, I like, I think that is awesome. So I also think for the right person, the right gift right is a thing like it shouldn't be that every woman just wants jewelry or every like there's also time don't waste your money also buying people stuff because it's a deal really take time to think about what other people might want to don't get sucked into that black friday like but it was so expensive and now it's so cheap because who cares like it doesn't matter if something's three dollars or thirty dollars if the person doesn't want it or need it um don't get it for them yeah i have a closet full of clothes yeah. that were great deals that right. i'm never gonna wear because <laughs> yeah. at the store i was like oh my god i'm only paying you know 25 percent of what it originally cost well right how can i possibly leave it here right which is right. Yeah, and you know that's right and we will be doing a segment a gift segment we'll be doing a gift buying segment with some great suggestions too in every category so yeah that'll be in a couple weeks Hang on for suggesting I'm not suggesting a puppy. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> Nobody should buy a puppy on it. Well, there's there's a there's a, a commercial going around right now that just tugs at my heartstrings every time I see it. It shows um, a picture of the really happy puppy on his first Christmas um, surrounded by the family and then the neglected given up puppy on his second Christmas because, Aww. you know. It was an oh, impulse so buy and nobody. Yeah, I know. I know. It's so effective. <laughs> oh my God. It's a really good ad. It's really sad. So yeah, no, no. It's it's like buying a bunny on Easter. Don't do it. Right. Yeah. Don't do it. But anyway, do plan ahead. And my last, my last app recommendation, because I didn't really have any, is Ebates. Because no matter what, you put that stupid Chrome extension. I know some people like Honey instead of Ebates, but I've always been loyal to Ebates. But on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, some of those cash back deals at the stores are 20%, you know, 15, 20, 20, like they go way high. And you're talking about places like Sephora, you know, like that never have sales. Um, to me, those are the best because a million, you know, places like the Gap where there's no such thing as full price anymore are one thing. But when you have a store that never goes on sale and you can get all that cash back and then maybe on top of their Black Friday or Cyber Monday deals, just jump on it. Well, Ebates is great for other sites. And I love their Chrome extension that pops up and tells yep. you when you could be saving money with Ebates because otherwise I would never, ever, ever remember. Um, but the great thing about Honey is that it integrates with Amazon yeah. and it will show you on the page like, oh, you know, you could be saving if you switch to this seller, you could be saving, you know, four dollars or whatever. So being able to see that right there on the Amazon page is really handy yeah. or Amazon. I don't really use Honey for for other sites. And I'm still a customer of freeshipping.com. I think I pay them $12.95 a month. I've been a customer of theirs for like three years and I save so much money. It's like Ebates, but because you're paying, you usually get a bigger percentage back than you would from Ebates. And if you're paying for shipping, you can get up to $10 back on each order for shipping. That's great. I will also say, I think I've talked about this before, but if you have an American Express card, you have to log into your account and you have to go to your, I think it's called benefit, but it's on, Ugh. it's on the bottom after your statement online. I never remember. And you have to do it because chances are there's at least one store that you shop at and you do nothing except all you have to do is use the card, but you have to say add to card. But I mean, I have right now, I have $25 off like $75 at J Crew, and things like sometimes it's, you know, double reward points or membership points, but it is 
unbelievable the deals that are in that and all you have to do is click add to card and then whenever you use that card it just gets automatically applied towards your statement it's just a credit on your statement so I need to just like give myself a reminder in my calendar every two weeks or something to go check because I never freaking yes. remember. And you're right. The deals are amazing. It's amazing. Even things like plated, like things you might already be using that it doesn't matter if you're not a first time user, you'll get that back. Um, wow. So use that. And also if you buy gift cards, they'll have a deals a lot of times that they'll waive any fees or anything like that. So it's worth just just look at the deals you might already have that you're just leaving on the table. In other words, get prepared. Yes, get prepared. Yeah. Get prepared. All right. <laughs> Start now. Yeah. All right. With that in mind, um, we'll be right back with our Bites of the Week. We are back with our Bites of the Week. Amy, what do you have? Okay. So right now I'm actually putting together a gift guide um, basically for raising awesome children, like, you know, resources and books and movies they should see and, you know, websites and things like that. And at the top of my list is a book that just came out from somebody that I know. Rebecca, you might know her too. I don't know. Um, Christina Brooke Daniel or Daniel. Um, and she wrote a book called Civil Rights Then and Now, A Timeline for the Fight for Equality in America. And it's just, it's a great way to give kids perspective and context on the civil rights fight if they don't know the history. And probably for a lot of adults too, if they don't know the history. And it's only $8.99 on Amazon right now. So it's a fantastic stocking stuffer. Um, can't recommend it highly enough. Great. All right, Andrea. All right. So I've been listening to podcasts. I've been I've been checking them out. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I somebody recommended um, Stay Tuned with Preet, you know, Preet Bharara, mm -hmm. the former U.S. attorney. Love um, it. You're the second person he, who mentioned this in today to me. <laughs> it would never occur to me to listen to this podcast. Ever. It's like I hear enough politics. Mm -hmm. I hear enough of this crap. Thank you very much. He did an interview with Jeffrey Tubin, who is CNN's legal analyst. He used to work at ABC when I was at ABC. He's a staff writer at The New Yorker. I have to tell you guys, I have not laughed so hard <laughs> listening to two lawyers talking <laughs> for half an hour. I mean, it was they were funny. They had a great sense of humor. They had really good perspective on the news. It was not partisan. It's not like, you know, you would immediately say, oh my God, you know, they're just this side or that side. It was a really, really good conversation that made me listen and made me laugh. So I subscribe. Really? Have you listened to more yeah. than just that? Well, I just listened to the Jeffrey Tubin, but the one before that was with Samantha B. So I'm going to listen to that. And then the week before that is with um, Fareed Zakaria, also from CNN, who I happen to like. So I feel like I'm going to go back and listen. Okay, I have listened to every single episode of his show. And so I can tell you long term, it's fantastic. And part of the reason is that I do listen to a lot of like more hysterical political podcasts. <laughs> and he is the antidote like he is he will bend over backwards to not exaggerate to not jump to conclusions sometimes you just kind of want to smack him around a little and say oh my god <laughs> will you just go with what everybody else is saying but he won't you know he's 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 very measured he's very calm yeah and, yeah and so it's, it, it's he has a great perspective it was not at all what i thought it would be when when it was recommended to me and that's why i'm i'm using it as my bite because between him and jeffrey tubin i was just bowled over it was hilarious Cool. All right. Well, my bite, which Amy already knows well, because I shared it on Facebook, um, <laughs> is the Netflix show and the cookbook, Salt, Fat, Acid, 
Um, which, if you don't, this was a cookbook. Now it's a Netflix show. It's four episodes. Each episode covers one of those aspects of food salt or fat or acid or heat. And each one takes place in one country um, where the author and obviously the host, Samin Nosrat, who is a chef um, and just an extraordinary teacher as well as chef, like just she just has a gift that is so exceptional in looking at food, like loving food, <laughs> like not a weird, like there's no machismo, obviously, because she's the woman, but she's also just so genuinely thrilled <laughs> with every person she meets who is crafting this incredible, you know, whether it be the olive oil in Italy. So fat is about Italy and it's from the olive oils to the cheeses to the meats. Um, and then she goes into sort of how those things are layered and how it reacts with food and the, the small things you can do with your food that just enhance all the flavor. Um, salt is in Japan, acid is in Mexico, and heat is in southern U.S. But it's like unlike any other travel or food show you've ever seen because it's not from and this And this is weird, on Netflix? It's on Netflix. It's so good. Each episode is only about 45 minutes. Um, but you like, first of all, you just love her because she's so genuinely passionate about what she's doing. But in this, just the sweetest, most lovely way. I don't know how else to explain it other than like she is constantly like, surprised and just delighted by everything around her so then you are too <laughs> you're like oh my god and it's and no restaurants well like she's only dealing with chefs like home chefs or famous chefs but at home what yeah like she'll go to a grandmother's house and learn how to cook something it's amazing it's amazing i mean she's sitting there for the harvesting of like the olives and liguria that they harvest by hand and then she's you know with the one man who still makes so you know soy sauce like the ancient way <laughs> like it's just incredible so there's no like fancy meals it's all like home cooking using all these ingredients that she's discovered and talked about the entire show and for anybody who read the omnivore's dilemma which is an amazing book um if you remember, there was this part where like he talks about this person who came into a cooking class and like, um, I forget what kind of class it was. But anyway, there's a story about this. He meets this woman in this class and she's just amazing and like brings in all of her fine china to serve the class, this amazing homemade dish. And he ends up bringing her into his home to teach him different things about cooking. And she ends up coming over like once a month to give him these lessons. That's her. Yeah. Um, and so if, if like if you fell in love with this woman in The Omnivore's Dilemma, now you can follow her to her, her own book and her own show. Yeah, it's really, it's just revolutionary. It's just a very different, different kind of show. It's not, I don't know, it's not voyeuristic. It's not weird. It's really just immersive and kind of amazing. So I can't recommend it enough. I'm going to have to check it out. It's so enthusiastic. And it's, I saw somebody on Facebook say, I'm so sick of seeing Giada yeah. just nibble a tiny bite of the pasta on the end of her fork. <laughs> so this is like the opposite of that. This is like people just lusting after food and really, really enjoying it. Yeah, she reminds me of Ina Garden, um, mm -hmm. who's the other person I love, which is my other bite is just this one Instagram account where this guy's um, son and daughter dressed up like Ina Garten and Jeffrey. <laughs> I have to, oh. we have to link to it because it's the best thing you've ever seen. The little boy is like a big oh gray wig. It's, it's literally the best thing you've ever seen. And Ina Garten uh, retweeted it and shared it. So it's really funny. But she has that, that like <laughs> homey, warm, amazing feeling, um, except she's cooking, you know, she's exploring all these cultures and everything at the same time. So it's, she's, yeah, she's awesome. So that's my, my major bite 
that's truly a bite. Um, it makes you want to cook everything too. Uh, and that's it. That is our show for today. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Andrea. Um, thank you. Thank, thank you. you, guys. Good to talk to you. Yes. Thank you to our listeners who've been so patient while we rerun, you know, old episodes and um, interviews and things that we haven't really been together as a group. So thank you all for sticking with us. And we promise we have lots of great shows coming up in the next few weeks. And please um, visit us on facebook.com slash parenting bites. Let us know what you'd like to hear. Let us know if you have issues, um, questions about raising your kids and technology. And you can find us on parentingbites.com as well. And of course, wherever you listen to your podcast, rate, review, subscribe, share, um, share, please share with your friends. And until next week, happy parenting. Happy parenting. Bye. Bye.